Sponsors, 3B Construction and Roofing, Your Choice Healthcare, Lori's Dive-In, DPF Alternatives, and they have a new address, by the way. It is 288 Eatington Highway, Gray, Georgia, 31032. Nobles Networking, Project K9 Hero, who is a lifetime sponsor of the show. If you would like to figure out how to be a lifetime sponsor of the show, please message me now. Cottonfield Grill, Pearl Promoting. Back Road Park and Event Venue. Don't forget November 10th and 11th. We are over there for their Veterans Day celebration. Friday night is Tristan Baugh and Confederate Railroad. And on Saturday is Miss Ella Langley and Trey Lewis. I will be hosting the event. It is going to be an awesome time. Do not miss out. Tickets are available now. Cashman's Pub down yonder Hatco. Deep South Chemical, and we're bringing back an old feature that we haven't done in a while. Our Spotlight Song of the Month, an artist spotlight, is on Mr. Hunter Mounts and Kyle Austin. They just put out a song called Collard Greens. I really, really like it. I'm going to play it for you in a couple weeks whenever these boys come into the show. So do me a favor now. Go follow both these guys on social media and download our Song of the Month, Collard Greens, by Hunter Mounts and Kyle Austin. Better than basic uh, Miss Erica does our website. She does all our graphic design. She does everything for us. Please go check them out now for any of your social media needs, marketing needs, whatever. And check out the Josh Terry podcast.com, our official website. Grab some merch while you're there. And please leave a review and rate the show if you love this. Please help me grow. All I need you to do is take five minutes out of your time, go to Apple, Spotify, however you listen to the show, and leave a review. Leave us five stars. It helps us more than you know. I'm grateful for each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for making the show what it is. Now, I'll stop with the business side of the show now, and we'll get to talking. Thank y'all for listening. Enjoy the show. Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Uh, so this month, if y'all haven't noticed yet, there's kind of a trend with some guests we've had on, and that has been uh, people who have been around since I opened the studio back in October of 20. And uh, there's been stories that I've told with several different folks that's been on the show, but uh, one that I try to tell as much as possible uh, is my buddy that's in here with me today is Mr. Matthew Burton. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? It's you good can, to be you back. You can pull the mic back to you, too, if you want to, so you don't have to lean up every time. It's good to be back, man. I'm glad that you know how to fucking use a microphone this time. <laughs> yeah. It, everybody's I, always like, I really want to hear what this guy says, but he's, he talks like this. He's, <laughs> he's so monotone. Well, Don't. fine. I think we fixed that this time. Oh, so. yeah. We're putting the mic in your motherfucking mouth <laughs> this time, son. Uh, and then introduce Phil. Well, we got my buddy Phil with me that's been here before. He did our the New Year's episode we did together. Yeah, y'all keep going. I got to say it. 
that was a lot of fun. He's been one of my best friends for I don't know what, almost fifteen years at this point. Yeah. So like he's he knows my story. He's been with me through a lot of it. So everybody, welcome in, Phil. Say what's up to the people, Phil. Hey guys, what's up? Man? You can pull that mic to you too, okay. all the way to you. Okay. Hey man, this is Philip. I'm uh, been friends with this fool for a long time. He's crazy. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. He might have a soft voice, but he's he's crazy. He'll he'll he's like a he's like a cobra, man. He he might look soft, but he's he's crazy. I don't think a fucking cobra looks soft, but <laughs> I don't never. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say, you know what looks real soft? A fucking cobra. cobra, right? That's the point. Yeah, the yeah. Point. I don't know. Well, they, 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 they don't. Well, when the snake is not doing the whole, you know, like bat wing thing. Yeah. They look like an ordinary snake. It's, it's just once yeah, they when get they put all. Their hoods yeah. Up or something. Uh, I got what, you. That's what I meant. That's probably better. That's probably better yeah. to say than soft. Yeah. I, think so, yeah. I would agree with that. So it's a little hard to, to fucking go with that one. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate y'all coming to hang out, Matthew. I've told your story to fucking tons and tons of folks or whatever. But we got a it, we got a lot of new listeners and everything. Uh, we always gain you know different folks every month. Uh, lose some folks sometimes, but we gain some folks too. Right. And uh, anyway, I wanted to kind of share your story, especially since we're fixing to move from down here. And you were, I've had you now. I've had Cobb. I've had David. I've had a couple more folks this month that literally I think y'all were all top 10 top 20 shows that i started off with that's awesome man i didn't even know are that the first are the first ones i mean like the first 20 right right yeah, yeah for sure yeah. for sure because i think we came in i know me and you had been talking about it for years and we never got around to it and yeah. then when you opened up the studio you were just looking for guests one day yeah and i just hit you up and was like hey man you want me to come through I like, always yeah. want you to. So like you, you've like, done yeah. a lot of fun shit with us in the past three yeah, years man. man it's been fun man i love it I love being a part of everything that you do because, I mean, man, it means a lot to me to see you growing the way you have. Thank you, Bubba. Man, I'm, like, I've, I've told you this before, but I'm going to say it on air. I'm proud of you, man. It's, I'm proud of it's you, Bubba. Awesome. It's awesome to watch you grow and become where you're at now. Dude, that especially means the world from, to me. Especially from where you started. And I, like, I know a lot of your story because I was, I was around for some of yeah. it. Not much, but, I mean, I, I mean, I watched and paid attention. So to see where you're at now, man, I'm like I said, I'm extremely proud of you, man. You've been blessed for real. Well, thank you, dude. Uh, that 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 means the world to me. Um, you know, I just I just have a firm belief. You know, you do shit the right way, yes, good sir. shit happens to you. Yes, sir. You you know, slow and steady wins the race. Yep. I don't care what anybody says. Like uh, I could do a lot of stupid shit yep. and could have grown a whole lot more. I could. Literally leech on to fucking every big social media personality there was, and be like, oh, that's the content I want to have this week. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them, because I mean, there's been there's been a lot of people that's wanted to do this show, uh, mainly because of who they've seen do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but what do you got to offer the world? Yeah. Yep, exactly. like, and, and that's what I am. I just I don't really give a fuck about what. I don't really care about that. Like it's it's not me. It's. It's I want to do shit my way, and if I can't do shit my way, then I'm going to fail doing shit my way, and so far we just had not failed. Exactly, and that, that's the thing, man. You take the risk, and once it pays off, you know you did it the right way, and if it doesn't, you you know I got to pivot a different way. Yeah. That, that's essentially what my story is. Yeah. It's like I want, I want to go this way. Oh, I can't. Okay, let me switch it up and figure out how I can yeah. do it another way. And then, like you said, you don't want to be a copycat of other people. You you want to be original, and that's that's what originality is. What 
creates popularity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have to, in some way, shapes, or form, you have to see what is working for other people mm-hmm. and pay attention I, yeah, to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. But yeah. for the ma- majority of what I do, I try to be so fucking different than everybody else. Right, right. And sometimes it doesn't come across that way. I mean, it really doesn't. I mean, it's to say that, you know, I'm the only person doing it my way, this exact way, is probably wrong. There's probably a lot of people that's trying to do it the same way. Mm-hmm. I think I just, I don't know. Like, I, it's kind of cocky. It's I'm better at it. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I know that I can do this better. If you give me good guess, mm-hmm. right. you give me a good guess, somebody that'll talk, I know I can out-convo any fucking yeah. body. Like, almost anybody. We can sit here by the end of the show and talk about the dumbest fucking shit yeah. on the planet. Right, right. And we'll still have a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's why, and that's why I love like being around you and like yeah. being a part of the podcast is because, like you said, we can talk about the things that matter, or we can talk about the stupidest shit in the world, yeah, and still have a good time. You but one it. of the things I love about your podcast and a couple others that I listen to, like you actually care about the people you have on. Oh, absolutely. And like you've you've said it several times, the people you've had on this show are like family to you. They are. And I, I see that because you've you've embraced me and my you know my story like we've been out a couple times you know, and I've been right there with you and I've watched you do what you do like to watch you network is something cool to watch man because you could and I actually to be honest I picked up on some of that like, well good because uh, with what I'm trying to do I'm trying to network myself too yeah so like if I go out to an event. And I know it's going to be good for me and what I'm trying to do with my career. Like, I'll go around and network with people and try to. And it's it's so funny. At my um, at my friend's last fight, like, before I could even sit down, I had to go speak to, like, so many different <laughs> freaking people. Because everybody was like, Matt, what's up? So, like, I had to go talk to the referee and one of the promoters and then well, people that were there for us and, you know. Well, the thing is with networking, and that is where, like, I think it's my fucking superpower. I believe to, it. To be real, like, I ain't, but it's what I try to tell folks all the fucking time, man. When I walk into a room, I don't go in there expecting to talk to anyone. I go in there and I want to be me. Yeah, I want to have fun. And then what usually happens, just by you being yourself and not begging one person who knows another person to, hey, introduce me to this person or whatever. Yeah, like, I'm not that. I'm just me. And everybody, like, you'd be surprised how many folks will end up coming up to you if you're just enjoying yourself and your friends with their friends. Yeah, because that's that's me in a nutshell. Because, like, normally I go to places where... If, even if it is somewhere where I feel comfortable, I want to duck off in a corner because I don't want to feel like I'm bothering anybody. Yeah. And then people just, it just seems like people. You definitely don't bother nobody, Matthew. Yeah, exactly. yeah there's no, you don't fucking yeah, bother nobody. You, you say that, but I feel like I am in the way a lot of the times, and that's one of my anxiety things. Your crutches might be, but you're not. <laughs> Did you even have your crutches when you came in here today? No. Oh, good. I don't, I don't use them when I walk around okay. town or like if I'm. If I'm somewhere where I know I'm comfortable, I'll be yeah. good. But like, if I gotta go somewhere where there's a big crowd, or like, if I know I'm, or yeah. I know I gotta do a lot of walking, then I'll yeah. take it. Okay. Like going, Con- come yeah. walking around in Cochrane, walking around Eastman, like that ain't no problem for me. Yeah, it Unless just I'm like it just hit me that I haven't seen you with them in a while. Yeah, MMA did that. Jujitsu did that. Yeah. Because um, when I first got started and we planned for me to fight. 
the uh, matchmaker told us, he was like, you might not want to bring your canes because the doctor might, you know, they was like, they might deny you outright. Damn. So I had, I had like, I don't know, eight weeks to prepare for the fight. So I was like, okay, I got to get used to walking without them. So for that whole entire eight weeks, and part of my fight camp was learning how to walk around without my canes. Really? Yeah. So I just I just started doing it, and now I've gotten so used to it that I don't even use them anymore. Well, since some people are going to be listening to this, and they're going to be like, canes? What the fuck are they talking about canes for? So Matt has, was born with cerebral palsy. Or is it cere- well, Do I always say it wrong? It, that, you can say it either cerebral. way, because I, sometimes I say it both ways. I say cerebral or cerebral. Uh, cerebral. Okay. I say I say both. I've said I've called it cerebral palsy. So. You can slide your mic all like, literally almost off the table for you. That way it's more comfortable. There but you go. I but I just want to make sure you get picked up good too. You're good, you're good. I get it. Me being me and me being a huge wrestling fan, I always say cerebral because of Triple H. Oh, uh, <laughs> cerebral assassin. Yeah. That's one way to fucking do it, Matthew. So, so like. I picked up on that, and I've been saying it that way ever since. But I have said both, so you can say it either way. Yeah, I think I, th- I don't think anybody's ever got on my ass for me about it. But it feels like somebody at one point in time was like, "Hey, you're saying it wrong, dumbass." <laughs> and now I overthink it every time I say it. Trust me, I would I would uh, tell you if I did because I'm a bit of a um, grammar person. Oh, uh, you talking and wrong, motherfucker, man? You know my my spelling, my punctuation, my everything sucks. Bro, the funniest thing is like now. I hear myself talk sometimes, and yeah. I hear the country come out of my voice, and I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> that is not me. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. You've been, you've been I've here been, too long. Yeah, I've been here for over 20 years at this point. So, yeah, it's bound to come out at some point. Well, why don't why don't you tell folks who don't know? About, about Yeah, like, you're, you're more than just somebody who does combated sports uh, that has cerebral palsy. Right. Like, you – dude, I'm telling you, I, I – brag on you so fucking much because you're one of those people like you ain't got a big social media following you should like you you should have like people should know how big of a heart you have and what kind of dude you are there's a reason why the reason why like i like you being around you're always like this dude i don't know how to put it you're always like a fucking you just collect good energy I've, you're I've, like a fucking white girl's crystal. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's a good yeah. Yeah, you're like a that. white bitch's crystal. <laughs> like, I feel like if I just toted you around with me all day, I'd have the best energy yeah. of all time. Or like Bruh, Starbucks. I, like, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that, especially with me in this uh, situation I've been going through lately. Like, I have my own, I have my self doubts, you know, my own thing, my own mental struggles that I go through. So, like, man, I really do appreciate that. One of the things I like pride myself on is no matter what like I have to realize one I'm blessed God's put me in a position to where I can do the things that I do two man everybody has their bad days so like slowly but surely I got to keep pushing and that was one of the things that I got taught from my parents and their their military background you know it was like you can work you can get through anything but just you know you got to work really hard and you got to keep pushing, keep moving forward. You know, the, the phrase ever forward, keep yeah. going until like, even when you feel like giving up, just don't stop. Yeah. Know? That, that blows my mind that you like that. I don't know if you ever listened to the show that me and Dustin Heron and his little brother, Chase Currington, 
Um, I always say Chase's last name wrong. Chase, I love you. If I fucked it up, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, he has cerebral palsy too. Mm-hmm. And we all did a show together. And dude's on there and he's got us all fucking crying. But he, I've, I've actually talked to Chase. He, is he not the fucking him. coolest dude? He's cool, he man. is he's such cool. a good fucking dude. Yeah. Um, but he, he, we was all doing a show together in, uh, over at Lake Martin, Alabama. And uh, their lake house, and he was just like, man, there's people out there. I stay positive because people out there have got it worse than me. Yep. And we're like, are you fucking kidding me right now, Chase? He's, like, he's that, not wrong. I, I, I know, but it's just so hard for it, – it, it, it. my brain doesn't comprehend what all you've been through, all he's been through, and you're so positive in such a light in this world to where you got people that are just cunts. Yeah. That are have one hundred percent had the best life ever. Straight up, yeah, assholes. like fucking yep. great genetics, beautiful fucking people, born rich, fucking born smart, but they're cunts. Yeah, yep. yeah, they're just mean motherfucking people yeah. that you don't ever want to be around. And then you've had somebody like you that's had every bad card dealt to you that you could have got. And you're still like, I'm good. Yep, I'm gonna be positive. Mm-hmm. Chase, yeah. same way, man. It, it's it's so funny because like people will. People will come to me and be like, I think it messes messes me up a little bit because I don't have a lot of, I don't know if the word is empathy or sympathy. Like, I don't. Empathy I, would be where you identify with somebody else's. Yeah, like, somebody else's yeah. emotional shit. I think, okay, so I have empathy because I feel yeah. for people in, in messed up situations, mm-hmm. you know, in bad situations. I feel. Phil, you are going to shake the goddamn four loose sorry, in this. I know <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. I know, it's funny. I was just like, I was like, I thought it was a fucking earthquake while ago. And I look over there and you fucking shake Well, I noticed it too because I saw your beard and I was like, well, I, was like I don't know how much coke you did before you got here, yeah. but shit. So much, man. You he's, he's just <laughs> naturally fit. That's usually why people shake. Well, hey, hey, I'm going to tell you this. But before this, this was black. And then, you know, you uh, know I'm joking. I'm joking. It's okay. But uh, it's I, funny to me. It's a thing like, it's not empty. If you have to shake, feel it's fine. I was just, I was just fucking with you, buddy. I mess with him about it all the time too. I don't mean to. It's a habit. It's like Phil, be fucking still, bro. It's okay. But um, nah. It's the thing. I don't. I have empathy, but I don't have sympathy because I'm like, yeah. and I think it make it makes me a little bit of an asshole sometimes because like, no, nah, it doesn't. It it, it really does. Well, I I I'll I, tell you I'll tell you why it shouldn't make you feel like an asshole, especially somebody like you. Or we won't even take somebody that's been in your shoes. We'll just take a rich and poor scenario here. Because I don't want to throw you under the bus when I say this. Because I don't want to make you sound like an asshole. Let's take somebody that grew up poor. And they look at somebody that's constantly got money, that are wealthy, and bitching about their problems. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard, even though you know they have a problem. Like, whatever they're going through to, mm-hmm. in their world, it sucks for them. You're like, oh, I... I have empathy for you mm-hmm. because I identify you have a problem, but I have no sympathy for you because come down here to fucking poor man's land and let me show you what a problem is. That does exactly yeah. what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, same and thing, then like, sympathy, I think it's more like a relatable, like you relate yeah. to it. Empathy yeah. is emotion. Yeah. yeah. Empathy is like you, you, you feel bad for him, but like the sympathy is like you can identify with it. And I, some, a lot of the time, I can't. And I, you some, shouldn't have some, to. Maybe. Sometimes, sometimes I'm just like, well, I'm sorry that happened to you, and like I'll say it just like that, and then I'm like, damn, did 
did I say that wrong? Like, no, like that well, sucks for you, but like, what am I supposed to do some, about it? You know, sometimes I think there's nothing wrong with being there. I think we need a little bit more accountability. You know, you, you don't have to be necessarily an asshole, but if you're honest, you're honest. And sometimes reality checks need to be signed and yep. replied to yep. some people. I like that. Yep, exactly. I like that. Actually, I, I really like that, Phil. <laughs> reality checks need to be signed. Cause like I and applied. That's good, dude. That's really fucking good. My thing, cause one of my things is like, yeah, that sucks. But what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. A lot of my problems are are self inflicted. I will admit. So like I don't. What ever, the fuck you mean? A lot of your problems are self inflicted, bro. It's a long story, dog. Especially especially with my my mental yeah issue. Like I have. That's not self inflicted. I have no, but. Some of the sh- some of the stuff I could let go, I yeah. really could, but it's it's hard for me to let go because of how it made me feel at the time and like and how I choose to deal with it. Well, I will tell and you, and I can't figure out how not to feel that way. And yeah, I probably do. I probably do need to talk to somebody about it because yeah. because I don't want to feel that way all the time. Welcome to Doctor Terry's office, baby. We open for business. <laughs> It's it's a lot of stuff that I really don't want to get into, but yeah. a lot of it has to do with my anger. Yeah. And like and people always say like, Matt, you are positive. And I'm like I'm like, yeah, because I done been through some stuff and some of that stuff is still there and I I need to get rid of it because it, it's bad that I feel the way the way that I do. No, 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 no. Let me tell you that, that uh, that's as somebody who like literally works on himself every single fucking day, tries to learn something new about mental health or new way to whatever, to yeah. reason stuff out every day. One thing that is a sure fire thing that you need to know is until your mind, your heart, your soul or whatever is ready to let something go, there's a reason why you're still holding on to it. Mm-hmm. And it might not be because you should correct that thing. It might not be, because you still want that thing. It's none of those things. It's you have to process it in a way to where whatever you're feeling, you learn from it. You grow from it. Until you actually grow from a situation, you're going to hold on to it. Right. So it's not always, we'll just use like a relationship as an example. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and I'm guilty of this any, as anybody, it's holding That's on right. to somebody when you shouldn't. Yeah. It's like still, I'm guilty of that it's too. Still, it's still yes. wanting somebody yes. even when you know that you shouldn't. Well, most of the time, it's just because it was real for you. Mm -hmm. It was real. It meant something to you. But when you really start to think about, man, I know it didn't work out. What can I do to make it work out? Some things break because they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you really get it in your head, hey, I have to process this the right way. If I'm going to be sad, let's be fucking big sad. If right. I'm going to be mad, let's be big mad. Let's just find a way to put it out into the world yeah. in a way that doesn't hurt anybody or whatever you doing. What right. you do, fucking anger-wise, fucking go down and beat a shot punching bag or something. That that's And that's part of what it is for me. Like, Not only did MMA and jiu-jitsu save my life physically, it saved me mentally, too, because I have that outlet. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I want to... That, that I'm actually working on doing is working with, I want to start working with a lot of veterans and yeah. stuff to, to let them have veterans and other mm-hmm. people with like mental issues and stuff that can do for them to be able to do jujitsu for it to yeah. be their release. 
because it's my release. It yeah. literally, like I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again, it literally saved my life. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to spread that out. And I'm, I'm working on some things yeah. to get there, but which I've talked to you about. Yeah. I'm working on some things to get there and slowly but surely we will get there eventually. Well, it's like you were talking about the whole expressing when it comes to relationship. Yeah. I, it's funny you said that. He was going through a, a breakup. You you know what I'm talking about. The, with the one yeah. in particular, and uh, yeah. I suggested, I was like, well, hey, why don't we get some pumpkins and, and, and get a sludge hammer and get some sword Rage and stuff. room shit. And, and, yeah. and, we, and that's what we did. We, we um, me and me, uh, it was at my house. We did, we got some pumpkins. I had, you know, I love swords and knives yeah. and stuff like that. So I had a bunch of them out there and we just, we literally just had that. We took a and bunch he, of shit and smashed, smashed pumpkins. Smashed it. And he like, had it was, a ball. It was, well, that was cathartic as I don't know what. Yeah, it, it was. So it was awesome. Yeah. Well, even like with something like though, because you got the sad side of a breakup, you got the mad side of a breakup. Yeah. That's addressing the mad side. Like I tell folks all the time, man, have a good fucking cry. Yeah. Yep. Pick yeah. the saddest yeah. goddamn movie that you could find, <laughs> saddest book you could find. Cry and let it out. Yeah. That that's what I've I've done that recently with yeah. with um. What's going on with my family situation? Yeah. I've I've had to do that, and it it does make you feel better afterwards. It really also does. do mushrooms. Just do do a shit ton of <laughs> mushrooms. I'll get with you about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, all I'll tell you, all I tell you, I'll give you all advice in the world on it. Watch the fucking thing on Netflix, How to Change Your Mind. There's a 78 year old woman on there that has cancer. Oh wow, she is like this is everybody's grandma, like the not uptight, obviously, right. but she's just she's a everyday grandma. She's not a hippie, not anybody or whatever. Yeah. And like so, stereoty- like yeah, stereotypical seventy eight year old grandma. Mm-hmm. And they, she somehow decides, okay, I'm going to do a psilocybin trip, and <laughs> because she says in it, like she says that my cancer is not killing me, my depression from the cancer is yeah. killing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seventy eight years old, mm-hmm. I've lived a good life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's everything that I'm worried about leaving behind is what's literally fucking killing me. Yeah. Right? Mm, that hits home for me. Yeah. And let me tell you, she does that shit. And when you hear her talk about it afterwards, <laughs> and she's like, I got peace. She said, "Every all my depression from it and everything is gone. She said, I know that my family's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That everything. Like, I don't know why I'm sitting here making myself miserable every single day. Death is part of life. Yeah. Right. There's something you can't run. Mm-hmm. Like, I think too many of us, and it's because we live in this Western world where we, we feel like we're safe and, oh, you know. But in reality is death comes to everybody. It, it, come, it can come at any time, at any moment. It made me. I'm scared shitless of flying, or I was. Right. I have such bad anxiety, like driving through bad traffic. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, that's going to hit hard. <laughs> I didn't pull it on that bitch a little while. <laughs> but I have such bad anxiety driving through like Atlanta or anything. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Fuck. And I get that, man. It, I, I've driven, but it yeah, it literally it. took it to where yeah, talk for a minute, feels like a cough. Yeah, <laughs> that, I, was a, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, that was a joke. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it literally about. took it from where in the past I've done it more and I haven't done it a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm facing to do a lot because thank you to beeswax. Uh, who sent me, they sent me like a fucking grand worth of mushroom shit today. Ooh, oh, wow. Like nice. a massive a fucking amount of shit. Nice. And it'll be here thir- or Wednesday. Yeah, you nice. might not find me. I might be on a goddamn <laughs> moon by the fucking weekend. <laughs> All right, so but, don't text Joss until like but next it, it, Wednesday. <laughs> but it literally, 
made it to where in the past couple months since I started doing them more, you have these realization moments. Like, you know, I microdose. Mm -hmm. I don't trip. Uh, but you have these realization moments to where, man, everything I was worried about, I'm not worried about anymore. And then, you, and then, like, it makes you have, like, some self-reflection to where mm -hmm. I'm letting the stuff that's traumatic in my life or the stuff that I think is traumatic control me and, like, make it to where I'm not living life to 100. See, that's, yep. that's kind of how I've been feeling lately. It's like oh, It'll change your fucking life. I'm like, I need to let this go. My, okay, I need to figure out how to deal with this because it shouldn't have, be having this effect on me. Well, there's a reason, though. Like, you got to yeah. understand, there's a reason why everything has an effect on you. There's supposed to be some chapters of our life that are harder because right. there's a lesson to be learned there. Right, yeah. right. And I, I've learned a lot of lessons through the past couple of years of because of how I've felt. And, like, I have grown, but it's still there. And I still, you know, like like I said, I still don't want to let it go. And you're right. As soon as I, when I grow from it, I will eventually yeah. let it go. Yeah. When that point comes, I'll I'll be glad that it happened for sure. But you, like you right have now, to I'm get still... through the pain of something to understand it. Right. That's the that's the fucking bad part about yeah. pain. Or like I learning and learning hard headed lessons. Right. Right. I, I, it, I think I think the thing that every all everybody goes through. There's two. I, I've realized this. Two stages of, of of a person's life. There's a stage of ignorance and there's a stage of reflection. The problem is, is most folks live their whole lives in that stage of ignorance, like even to the deathbed. That's why, like you see it towards the end of their deathbed, they're like, hey, I want a preacher, I want a pastor. Yeah. It's that self-reflection. And when you're in that level of self-reflection, you're in a really good place because, trust me, you don't want to be in that stage of ignorance. Well, it also, too, from what I have, what it's done for me, is it's made me think about everybody has to grow. Everybody yep. has to make mistakes in life. Yep. If you're still holding on to your mistakes that you're like, damn, I've really got to rebound from this. I got to make amends with this or whatever. Uh, it makes you realize, Hey, if nobody else is holding it against you, why are you still holding it against you? Yep. Like even the, like I'll use Michael Vick as a perfect example. Mm -hmm. Uh, everybody wanted to kill Michael Vick for the fucking dog fighting shit yep. because he was yeah. fighting dogs. He didn't yeah. have been doing anything else. What nobody gave a shit. And then, and it wasn't even, like he wasn't even directly. No, involved. that don't that ESPN documentary. I there's no way he wasn't involved more in, in that fucking yeah. right, sixty right. for sixty. He made was it. he was involved. They're probably trying like, to save face though. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean they yeah, would. I can see yeah, that. ESPN ain't fixing, and I'm and he might not have been, right. but I would if I had to actually bet on it. If I could travel back in time and be a fly on the wall, mm -hmm. I would think he was more involved in it than right. what it. But even with him. He goes, he does his time, he comes back, has a hard time getting a job in the NFL. He's still young, still mm -hmm. fucking talented. Mm -hmm. It took somebody, and he says this somewhere, I can't remember that. It took Andy Reid or whoever it was to give him another chance before he forgave himself yeah. for the shit he had done. Right. Yeah. So right. it's almost like you have to wait on somebody else to be like, hey, dude, you're, you're okay. You're okay, yeah. man. Yeah, you're like, okay. What's like, um, it, I'm, I might not necessarily like him as much as some people, but it's like the whole thing with Logan Paul. Even though yeah. all that, you know, the, what happened with him, and well, he, can, I, he bounced back basically. What happened with Logan Paul? I'm not, I'm not the um, biggest fans of them. Uh, Me either. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan either, but I just, I, I keep up with the news. Basically, what happened was is that he went over to Japan, and in Japan they have this uh, some part, some area where it's like basically called the suicide forest, forest. or whatever. Yeah. And basically, what happened is, and he recorded. The forest, and then he recorded actually a body 
of someone who committed suicide. Oh, no, fucking shit. And then instead of not doing nothing, not don't post it, not do it, he posted it. Why would he post it? Because Slogan Paul. Content and then that that's what basically made like screwed his life out for a good little while, and then he came back, and then I think that's when he did the whole podcast thing. Yeah, and and tried to copycat Joe Rogan. Well, you know, you can't. Yeah, you can't yeah. copycat Joe Rogan. But um, yeah, that's that's what happened with that. But that's what I'm saying. like like you know sometimes situations like that you either grow from or either you you let it you let it destroy you. It's either one or the well, other. You grow from it, and yeah. he seems to have grown from it, but. You know, to a degree, but, yeah, to a degree, but still, he's he's still looking hard. Well, I mean, still like he's a public. He's a kid though. too. Yeah, I mean, he's a kid, and a lot of people forget the motherfucker's a kid just yeah. because yeah. he's been on the internet forever. Yeah. You're gonna do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you this: I'm gonna say it right here on this fucking show because I went back and I deleted it off all my social media. All you motherfuckers that say that the internet is forever, find it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before I started getting offended, not offended, before I started realizing that the Confederate flag wasn't what I thought it was growing up, that it meant mm-hmm. something completely fucking different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was a picture of me and some friends holding one, and it had Obama's face on it. Oof. Yeah. Very Oof. stupid oh, wow. fucking flag. Right. Like, I mean, it's fucking right. stupid, stupid. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you're around certain people, and you're like, Oh, they think this is funny. I think yeah. this is funny. Yeah. You didn't realize the ignorance in yeah. it. Yep. Like yep. everybody's got that fucking moment. Yeah. A- everybody has that moment, and you just don't. Dude, probably didn't realize it. I am being completely insensitive right now. Yep. And look like a fucking asshole. That's what I look like. We we've had. I think, like you said, everybody has those moments. I know I have. Yeah. You can't you can't hold that shit against anybody. Yeah. And then anything like you're going through, or me, or Phil, or whatever. Like, you have to realize that if everybody else is forgiving you, it's time to forgive yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or right. or even if forgiveness isn't there from everybody else, if they don't care anymore. Like, if they don't give a fuck about what happened, why should you give a fuck yeah. about right. what That's happened? That's why I don't like cancel culture sometimes. Because I'm like, some, you know... I have yet to see yeah. anything on cancel culture that understand. actually... Well, Bill Cosby, well, R. Yeah. Kelly. Well, yeah, yeah. they, well, yeah, like they yeah, deserved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. But that, I'm just saying, some, yeah. some people, it ain't always... No, justified. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. just because someone said something and it wouldn't even refer to that, or it's out of context. Nowadays, yeah. with the internet, you can literally have yeah. anything out of context. Yeah. Like, I mean, you wanted crazy. me to go back and tell my story a little bit again, right? Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. So Fuck you. Yeah. Let's get off of me holding up Confederate flags with Obama on it, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you got to go back and re-erase it. <laughs> oh, that shit's gone gold. <laughs> so. Um, growing, I was born with uh, cerebral palsy, like we said, which is a brain disorder that affects multiple people in multiple different ways. The way mine affects me is the way I walk and my balance and some of my fine motor skills. And like, so growing up for me, like things was hard. I had to learn how to do certain things, certain ways. Like my, my parents were told that I would never walk. So through years of, through countless surgeries and years of therapy, I eventually learned how to walk. And then we moved from Alaska to to Georgia to be with my mom's family. And so growing up, um, I was always into sports and martial arts because my dad was a huge uh, martial arts and sports fan, especially football and basketball and baseball. So... I I got into athletics, but there was never there was never anything I really 
thought I could do until um, until I became a manager for the high school, for Dodge County High School's football team. And that kind of sparked my, uh, somewhat sparked my athletic ability. And I thought about starting a wrestling team at Dodge County and because we, we didn't have one. I wanted to be able to compete in some way, participate in athletics. So I start, uh, I got a petition up with some of my friends and uh, lo and behold, we ended up getting a wrestling team a couple of, let's see, my junior year. So yeah, we got a wrestling team started and um, shout out to Coach Greer, Dr. Stephen Greer. Who's now the principal at yeah, Dodge County High School? Though. He's the principal. Yeah, he's yeah. The principal now. That's cool. That's the yeah. baddest man on the planet to me, man. And like I say, man, without him there'd be no me because he took my dream from just me being able to wrestle to making it wrestling for the whole county for the for youth league all the way to middle school to high school. So like to be to be able to wrestle for the two years that I did was a complete blessing and. There was there was times where I had the self doubt that that always creeps in, especially with being an athlete. Like there was a point where I was gonna quit the wrestling team that I started. Yeah, tell tell them about that shit. Yeah, that was wild. This so, is what always gets me. So we the way wrestling works is you have different stages toward the end of the year. You have your regionals, your sectionals, and then you have state, and you have team state and individual state. Or in, and team region and team sectionals. So we was causing, we didn't have every weight class full, but the weight class that I was in, we had several people that could have wrestled in that spot. And I was costing my, our team points because the way it works is you wrestle individually, but your points when you win or lose matches adds to your team score. So... What was happening was we was giving up so many points, and I was losing all my matches, so I was costing us more points. So I went to coach one day and was like, look, I've lost all my matches. I'm costing us points. We're going into region. I don't want to keep doing this. And coach had to look me in my eyes and be like, Matthew, this is bigger than you right now. Man, you don't, he's, like, you don't, he's like, you don't see it. He's like, but it's bigger than you. He said, you have a varsity spot on our wrestling team. He said, I didn't give you that spot. He said, God put you in this position for a reason. Mm-hmm. He was like, stick with it. He's like, I promise you. Like, he's like, it's bigger. He's like, you don't, he's like, you don't see it, but I promise you it's bigger than you. So I ended up sticking around. And when the team found out about it, it was like, <laughs> they were like, you're going to do what? And so, like, they – convince me let's say to stick around and like so now the team is there and my singlet is retired it's the only retired singlet in Dodge County and usually it only happens for the top dogs in the world of wrestling no you are the top dog like, bro like you have to have like four year winning like if you're a high school wrestler and your singlet gets retired mm-hmm. you like you don't lose matches your record is like a hundred and something, and maybe like well, two. Some shit matters more than a record. Yeah, Matthew. I mean, that's, yeah, some some stuff definitely matters more you're, than win or loss. You're right, because my record is zero and thirty three. So for two years, I lost all my wrestling matches, and I was like, 
And Coach Greer decided to retire my singlet because, like he said, it was bigger than me. And now I have kids that, that were in youth league that have gone on and graduated. But every time they see me, they're like, man, it's so good to see you. Like, thank you for, you know, they always tell me, like, man, I miss wrestling. And I miss wrestling because of you and Greer. And, like, that, that's, like, a big compliment for me because I'm, like, I'm glad to know that I've had a big impact on some of these kids. Like, so well, that, I mean that that's that's the most important thing about you though. Like I've told you this since somebody wants to go back and listen to the first episodes we did. Like you, there's not a lot of people in this world, and it's usually like a head coach or something. Like it's somebody like Phil Jackson or a fucking general or something in the in some army that makes you want to run through a fucking wall for them. Deion Sanders right now is making every fucking kid in America right. want to run through a wall for him. He makes me want to yeah, run no through shit. a fucking wall. God damn, yeah. But, I mean, same thing with you, though. Like, you you have a way about you that makes somebody not just have your back. But a lot of people can make you love them or like them. There's not a lot of people that make you want to be loyal to them. Right. You know? And, like, you make me want to be loyal to a fault. I appreciate that. Yeah, like, dude, that's what I was trying to find is somebody, I guess you just recently got it retired, like, your singlet, right? No, it it got retired my senior year. What did you just do that you were with Coach Greer, though? Oh, we just happened to run into each other. Oh, okay, because I got the pitch. Somebody sent it to me. Yeah. Did you send it to me? I don't think I did. No, hell, Coach Greer might have sent it to me he then. Might have. Yeah, because somebody sent it to me. I, I mean, it's just in the past month. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because we. It was actually before, right before the uh, homecoming parade. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because yeah. because yeah. where I worked, we were um, we had a float in the parade, and he happened to be walking through, and it was so funny because the first time he walked by me, he didn't see me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I went, Coach, and he didn't see me. So, like, when he came back through, I go, Sergeant Major. He turns around, and he goes, oh, shoot. And he goes, Burton, what's up, man? He, we, you know, we chopped it up. He asked me how I was doing. I'm like, man, it's so good to see you. Like, I was just, it was, I was genuinely happy, like, just to be around him again for that brief second. Because, like, man, that, like I say, that man made my entire career. I, th- I wouldn't be I, I would have gotten into MMA but I wouldn't have been yeah. so gung-ho about it if it hadn't have been for him and my other coaches that were around. If he would have put he wouldn't have pushed it, it would have been a whole other yeah. yeah. Shout out to um coach Justin Humble too. If he, he and coach Greer and Captain Parks didn't push yeah. me the way they did. Didn't he pass away? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Damn. Freaking killed. I haven't him. I haven't heard that name in a long time. That dude was a good dude. He was mm-hmm. a great dude. And then like them three, they pushed me, man, and, like, I'm so thankful for it because, like, I, I've said it 100,000 times. I'll say it 100,000 times more. Without them, there'd be no me. Yeah, Shout I, out to Coach Tony Taylor, too, man. He was one of them. Coach that was, T. He was yeah. right there with me, too. Like, yeah. he always pushed me, man. You realize, though, like, with you, they probably talk the same way about you. Yeah, Coach Greer has said that, and that blew my mind. Yeah. I'm telling you, you are you're. I, I really do think that your calling when you get done doing the MMA stuff is a motivational speaker. I really do. Ter- I I think I, I think it, it terrifies the shit out of me. Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> you have shit that you've been through that gives you such a positive air still. Yeah. That and you, your story can help so many people that's in your position. 
uh, or been told that they couldn't do something because of a physical limitation or anything like that. You don't only like motivate them, but you motivate guys on the other aisle, other guys or other men and women on the other side of the aisle too, that are able body or whatever that you have a way of lighting a fucking fire under everybody. And that's there be if Deion Sanders met you, one thousand fucking percent. Dion, if you ever hear this, I swear to God, bro. If we could ever make kid, that happen, I would freaking. Die. And I, he, he would, he, <laughs> he would meet you, and ten minutes after meeting you, he'd say, "You're addressing my team." I, and then thirty minutes later, the University of Colorado's got a contract for you to sign for just you to be around the team all the time. That would be freaking amazing because, be man, Dion. Like listening to him, like, but even before he got the job at Colorado, I've listened, I'll listen to clips of him before I go to the gym. Yeah. Or like right after I wake up in the morning and I'm like, let's go. Like, I'm so hyped up and you ready say, to go. You and say push that through. next thing, you're like, like a year or two down the road, there's already like a movie about it. Yeah, that's not, there will be. That would be 1,000%. Like, All right. Awesome. Yeah, like you are, I don't really know how to put this, so I'm just going to say it. Like in the movie Radio, where they viewed him as a mascot, right? That's not you, yeah, right. Like they just like, oh, this is this is a good accessory piece to have around. And see, that's one of the things that I've tried to avoid. Yeah, but <laughs> like, but it I takes. I don't want to become a parody of myself. Yeah, but you know it takes yeah. ten fucking minutes to be around you, and you realize that's not you. Yeah. But until you put yourself in that position to where people like to where you see that that's not you, right? Like. Hell, I'm just saying this about me because I'm one of the hardest people in the fucking world to work with or do shit with. Like, because I expect certain things from people. Right. Like, somebody like me would even want to use you. Right. In a negative connotation, but it would blow their shit the fuck up or whatever. Right, and see, I've tried to avoid that too. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I don't have... The social media... Like you say, I should have a big social media following. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I don't have... That is yeah. because I don't want to put out content to where people poor pitiful me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, you don't. Do and that's that. why my content is so scarce because, like, I one half the time I don't feel like what I'm doing is interesting enough, and two, I don't want that poor pitiful me story to be part of what I'm doing. Like, nah, what, what, screw that. Like, that's I'll, what I'm saying though. I like, you once, you, once you talk, it. once someone talks to you though. And they see your motivation. They see your drive. They see you want more. They see you, just the way you talk about everything. It's very obvious, very quick with you that you're not that poor, pitiful me person. Right. And I try I try to be that. And it's it's so cool. Like you said, with the kid, some of the kids that I work with, yeah. like it's so much fun to watch them take, to watch them take something that I've told them mm-hmm. or shown them. And have them apply it and then they get the skill they're working for. And I'm like, it makes me smile. And I don't even have to say anything to them. Yeah. I just have to be like, good job. And then and inside I'm going, that's awesome that I had a hand in that. Well, what's probably even better, whether you realize it or not, is you can teach them one thing on a mat. And that's important to you right now. But I'll guarantee you're in teaching them all kind of shit. But you have no idea you're teaching them about life, about all the kind of stuff that'll stick with them the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. They might forget that fucking jujitsu move, right. but they're never going to forget what you've taught them how to be a good person right. and, and all kind of special shit like that. Or, or I mean, to be um, 
basically, or to be adaptable to any situation. Be <laughs> courageous, even when, even when life tells you no. Because, and I think that's personally, I think that's what the world needs more of. We need more humble people, not people that are, you know, we need more. We need more humble, not less. Right. Because I would agree with that. Huh? I said I would agree with that. I mean, that's the problem with the world now. We we got we got too many messed up people, too many self centered people, and. You know, it just it just destroys the world, really. And that's one of the things that I like. I picked up on from, like you said, all of the coaches that I've had, even even now, up in Macon, we're at Rush MMA. Shout out to them, like the coaches up there, and all, like the whole team up there. Like they teach me some, every time I go to class. They'll teach me. They'll teach me something about jujitsu, like you mm-hmm. said, or MMA. But like I'm listening to what they're saying after that about life situations yeah. and see how they deal with it. And I, like, I'll, if, if I think I need it, I'll stick it with me. So I hope that I'm pulling that for people. Oh, I you're one. Do you do it for me? Appreciate that. Well, I, you've done, I, I tell, I guarantee you if, if somebody was to go back and listen from the time me and you did our first episode together to now, I bet you that I've said your name more on this show, told your story more on this show then fuck even mine. Like it's and it's because like I said, you already make somebody want to run through a wall for you. But you're such a good example of a lot of really good things that this world needs a lot more of. Yes. Like I, I've never watched one of your fights. I've never watched one of your fights. I haven't been to one of them. But I can tell you, outside of that, the positive effects you've had on my life. Like watching that would be cool. But it's the person that I get to see and be friends with and see what you've done for others and how you inspire others. That's the part of you to me that's special. I appreciate that, man. And, like, that's that's all I'm – talking about it for me is one thing. It's like doing it is the other. And that's why I push so hard to do everything that I'm doing. Because, like, I can talk about it till I'm blue in the face. But once you see me do it, yeah. then I can make you a believer that way. And that's why I'm so adamant about – Competing and show and getting out there and showing people what I can do yeah. is because every, everybody can talk about it. Yeah, but are you actually gonna do it? Yeah, you going out? Okay, it's called adaptive adaptive MMA. Yeah, adaptive combat sports. Adaptive combat sports. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of people that do that in the first place. There's not. Uh, and it takes just a certain level of balls too. Yep. To do that and heart to do it. I very much. I told you since again. I, I respect the fuck out of it. Appreciate that, man. And that's that's one of the things I'm working on. Like I said, slowly but surely, like more adaptives are gonna come out, and more adaptives are gonna have a lot of opportunity to do combat sports because I want to give that platform. And I'm I'm sh- slowly but surely I'm gonna keep saying it. It's gonna happen because that is my goal right now. Because we need it because we don't have it. Yeah. Uh, and I hope you understand the reason why there's going to be more in the future is because there's people like you that are putting themselves out there one way or another. And there's going to be some kid that has a disability mm-hmm. and he's going to be like, fuck you. Yeah, I can do this too. But it doesn't happen without guys like you. That's why I've told you. Yeah. I think that's what you're special at. You, you don't realize you're special at it. Yeah. I appreciate that. It, I feel like I bring people together by by doing more than talking about it. I feel like cuz if I and I'll tell people all the time I'm like 
hey, you want something to do? You don't feel like you have a direction to go? Come train with me. See if you like it. And let me work with you. See if you like it. And if it gives you a platform, great. Yeah. If it makes you feel better about yourself, great. That's what I wanted. Like you don't have to you don't have to compete. Like just do it to make you to make you better. Yeah. Like that's all I want is people to be better. That's self worth is what you're talking yeah. about. Like feeling knowing you can do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um basically like find solutions, not people to blame. Like yeah. find a solution to it. Well, you're not. You don't play victim, that, and that's yeah. the one things I fucking adore about <laughs> you. It makes me hate so many other people. Me is too. <laughs> you don't play victim. If anybody in this fucking world should be like, I can be the victim today, is you. Like that, you, you've that, had shitty cards dealt, but you're like, yeah. fuck that shit. I'm not being that person. Yeah, that's what I mean by like I don't have sympathy for people because like yeah. I don't want. I know a lot of people that do play the victim and it annoys yeah. me to no end and I'm like I can't do that yeah. couldn't be me like no matter how bad my situation gets it couldn't be me because I know as long as I keep going I'm gonna freaking get out of it somewhere it may not be as fast as I want it to be it may not be as easy as I want it to be but eventually I'm getting out of this yeah because I don't want to be here and normally it's the other it's the other it's the people on the other side like the ones that are dealt the good cars are the ones that are complaining about the smallest of things like yep. oh my god my work my life sucks everything's terrible I didn't you know they didn't get my espresso right fucking at Starbucks. voice are you using just, over there I'm, I'm joking I'm just, you know, <laughs> good god <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the most racist yeah. fucked up thing on this show was gonna be I had a rebel flag <laughs> with Obama's face on it all of a sudden you're over there doing this <laughs> It's like, just, oh that, shit! Well, that's that's just, we're that's just gonna man. we're gonna offend everyone. Uh, I'm just I'm just oh I'm just god! Saying, like like even even I get what you mean. Yeah, I just yeah. like fucking what you feel. No 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 no. Well, I, I've always I heard this. You know, you know, people say, oh, things can always get worse, but things can also always get better. Yeah. You yeah. know, everybody's got a bad day. Everybody's got a good day. You know, you have to have bad days to have good days. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think too many people have to just be. Hell, just be grateful you got tomorrow. what you got. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that, not- that's what I'm saying, man. I'm blessed to have what I have, and I'm not yeah. gonna complain about it. Is it a perfect situation? No, but I'm safe. I'm blessed. I'm alive. I can do what I love to do. So why should I complain? Yeah, you're definitely gonna end up a motivational speaker. Yeah. yeah. I, when you when you get to the point to where. You ready to hang up your singlet or whatever the fuck you do MMA and stuff now in. When you're ready to hang your tights up or whatever they say in wrestling, like, I will help you. I will 1,000% do my damnness to put you in front of kids and young adults that need to hear your message. I appreciate it, man. Because, like, that actually, the more I think about it, like, the more I want to get into it. But, like I say, I want to. I want to be able to do that and still physically be able to do it, which is why yeah. I say I want to I want to get around veterans and talk to them about it and yeah. my story and be like try to give that outlet not only for adaptive athletes but like and but like everybody, especially kids, man, cuz yeah. cuz without like I say without the coaches that I've had like I wouldn't be where I am. So like I want to be able to be that for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're not going to have a problem with that. I will guarantee you. I know what impact you've made on me. You've probably done the same thing on Davies, on Phil, on fucking everybody that you have came across. Right. And you just. I think I have. A lot of people have said that to me. And I'm just like, 
I'm some I'm not good at taking compliments. So like sometimes yeah. I just smile and take it in and be like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like and that's all I can say. Yeah, that's you, awesome. Well, it's good. That means you don't have you don't you don't get a big head about it. You know? Yeah, you don't yeah. have a, a fucking ego out of yeah. this world. I don't. Exactly. I don't like because I know, like I say, like I, you can always learn. You can always be better, and that's one of the things they teach you, like in jujitsu is, there's always there's always higher you can go. Yeah. There's always more learning you can do. Yeah. Well, you are going to keep doing it, and I know you got some cool shit and everything coming up and all that good shit. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm just We'll end this in a minute But I'm just proud of you I mean, as you're one of the folks that I am very, very grateful we've had on the show We had a girl on last night um, uh, God, I'm going to say her name wrong It's Ireland uh, Gabriella uh, But she's doing some boxing and shit now She's young And uh, she's a fucking badass Cool But like she, She's one of those folks that like I want her to hear your story I want I want some folks like her to hear your story. I'm gonna have to listen to it because I love to hear her story. Yeah, she's a badass. By the Uh, way, you met Whitney Miller and like I almost lost my mind. Whitney Whitney Miller. Yeah, I'm so bad with Um, names. The Miller time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, she's only on the show one time. She ain't done. I'm so bad with names, dude. You you met her, and I messaged you that day. I was like, dude, you have no idea how badass she is. I didn't, and that's fucking crazy. I didn't know this. Mm -hmm. This woman, Lee Tucker, set her up to be on the show. Yeah, I messaged Lee. I messaged Lee that day and was like, dude, I have to meet her. Yeah, because like Coach Greer is actually the one who told me about her and like made me follow her because I've. I've followed her like since I started my jujitsu journey. Oh, that's I'm cool, like, dude. She's freaking. Yeah, I didn't know like bad. Yeah, like I didn't know that's shit probably, about her. I thought she was good. just a country artist. Lee, Lee well, told her. Uh, you listened to that episode, right? Yeah, I did. What has she done seventeen times? Hiawaska. Yeah. Mushrooms. Yeah. There we. Go. I'm telling yeah. you, it fucking. It, this woman has been what, uh, fighting champion of some yeah. time, Miss Texas, uh, weightboarding champion. Yep. Uh, like two or three, and now she's trying her hand at country music, and she's yeah. pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah, she's bad, motherfucker. I messaged Lee that day on Snapchat, and I was like, "Dude, she is awesome." And like, he messaged her and told her about me, and then she messaged him back, and I'll I was share like, the, that. "I'll share this clip with her." I was like, "That's freaking awesome." I was like, "Man, that." I was like, "I messaged you that day and was like, I'm so jealous right now, and you don't even know it." Yeah, like, she was cool. I was like, man, it'd be awesome to. I want to roll with her one time. Just yeah, I bet you do. She, <laughs> <laughs> for not not for. Hey, John. Oh uh, yeah, I keep. I'll keep for it professional. Professional reasons. I'll keep it professional, but she'll make me want to learn jujitsu <laughs> if I can roll with her too. Understand? Yeah. She's so cool though. She'd yeah. probably laugh at that joke. Yeah, she, she's really cool. And like, so I want to be able to reach out to like you know. As many people as I can about it, and like the fact that she knows would it'd be awesome to just pick her brain about yeah. it. I didn't know she had started a uh, Alpha Brain with her ex. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, I didn't either. On it, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, see, once again, things that should be said to me before a fucking show, because Alpha Brain, if I'm not wrong, Joe Rogan owns a piece of Alpha Brain. Yeah, he, he owns a piece of all of on it, I think. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, okay. Well, if 
she's that close, I'd be like, hey, look, look. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I want to try it. Yeah. I want to try out, like yeah. specifically hey, Alpha Brain. I want to try. Yeah, you just got to you got to network yeah. in the right Boy, way, baby. That I, would yeah. be crazy. That yeah, would be I, yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not on his radar, and should yeah. nor or should I be? I, you know, know, I, know, I want. You know. Yeah, I, it, that's he, that's like one of my y'all's, y'all's uh, ashwagandha connection. That's like know. one of my yeah. one of my unattainable dreams is to be on Joe Rogan. You don't have enough. No, no, no. Because <laughs> like, once again, just like I said about Dion, you let him hear, you let anybody hear how you started to that wrestling team starting to you damn telling them I don't want to hurt the team in the playoffs. Take me off the team, whatever. Your team be like, fuck that shit. Disney's gonna make a movie about it. Just <laughs> up to that goddamn point. Not Disney. Like, yeah, not we'll Disney. go to Pixar. Uh, <laughs> there we go. That's better. Or I guess you would probably want Marvel Studios to probably do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'd figure. We'd like, figure but, uh, it out. I want a suit. I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But goddamn, I need to write that movie. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually. Bro, I can see oh, that. fucking Shazam. Yeah. Shazam already had to deal with it, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah that's right, yep. they did. God um, damn, Shazam. Um, the, yep. the, um, God, the, bro- exactly. uh, the yeah. black man loses out to yeah. a white man again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Shazam beat you. I'd never watch that movie again if I was you. Well, wait, who, <laughs> wait, wait, who would play his, uh, his, um, she, is that? Shazam character then you know, like his his perfect oh it's gotta be Dwayne yeah it's, it's gotta, gotta be, be the Rock it's the, gotta be it's gotta be the Rock it's gotta be it's either Dwayne or Kevin Hart that either either one actually that's pretty funny that's pretty funny get Kevin to play me, that, dude, me so, now that perfect, and that. then get the Rock all right to play look I'm gonna get canceled for this <laughs> I've seen you walk on the things before I know how hard it is mm-hmm. like that shit looks hard as fuck mm-hmm. sure anybody would look a certain way trying to walk on them can you imagine Kevin Hart do, doing it, <laughs> Kevin Hart trying to use your fucking crutches. Well, now I want to see it. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, he could never post it because he's definitely. <laughs> oh you're definitely canceled. If if do, I for me even thinking of Kevin Hart doing all to get fucking canceled. If I if I endorsed it, do you think he would get canceled? Well, I don't no, think so. I think I don't, I don't think I'm so either. Is, is he would no no he would be no. What I was saying is he would be the original character. Yeah, and then Kevin Hart would be his his. Shazam character, Captain. You know, no. Yes, yes. Phil, I'm already short enough. Well, at least, at least let me fantasize well, we, about we, being taller, well, so well, make well, it The well, Rock. We could, we, well, well, the rock, well, the rock would be pretty cool, though. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. that would That's be cool. That's what I would do. Fuck, he can be mine. I can the, morph into him. That's the, a big fucker. Yeah. The Rock was supposed to have a... Um, convention, like an athletic convention. Yeah, that'd be cool. In Atlanta, and I had plans to go, but right... Um, Right when COVID hit, he canceled it. And I've, I haven't heard anything else about it since. He's burning houses down in Maui <laughs> right now. So he's getting that property tax. Good God, I don't know. Ew, I, I really like him, though. He's yeah. one of the ones that I just feel like. But once again, I circle it back to you. The effect that he has on people. You ever watch the movie that he's in? What's the one about him in prison with them kids? Gridiron Gang. Gridiron Gang. Yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, I, I've you're, watched it a you're the times. same level of motivation. I've Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I I feel like I could be. I just gotta, and I I have done some motivational speaking just with the kids I work with, and just people wanting to talk to me. So I think it's something I can get into, but I gotta get over that, you know, you fear will. of public speaking. Yeah, I, you and me both, buddy. Well, first off, fear of public speaking. Look, you think about everybody you see as a comedian. 
Everybody that you really, really like is a fucking comedian. Mm-hmm. He, shit that I'd have to do on stage or whatever, even a country music artist or any artist or whatever. You got to understand, at one point in time, every one of us had to hear crickets. And that's the fear of public speaking. Yep. Is everybody, like, you, once you get over that fear of crickets, look, it's knowing that you have a good message or knowing whatever you're going to do when you get in front of people. First off, it's not about helping the whole crowd. Right. You're looking for that one person. You're looking for that one person that needs to hear exactly what you have to say that day. And you're at that place, whether you realize it or not, there's 10,000 people there. Your message was meant for one person. And when you get that through your head that all you have to do is get one clap at the end, one laugh, one whatever, then you touch the person you were supposed to touch. Right. Yeah, thinking about it like that, yeah, I think I could do it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing it either. Thinking about it all or, that way. What's, you, do you post TikToks or anything like that? I do, but like what's the I, what's the what's sporadic. a TikTok? Like, uh, have you ever had a video that's got a thousand views on it? Uh, I think my highest one has nine hundred and something. Okay, you think about some people are like, "Damn, that's not much," right? right. You think about standing in front of nine hundred people. Yeah, that's crazy. You think yeah. about being like at our high school gym. That's probably capacity. Yeah, that's yeah. that's nuts. You think about being at Crazy Bull or any bar like that. That's right. the whole floor plus some packed the fuck out. Right, right. That's a lot of fucking yeah. people. Right. If you're already comfortable making TikToks or making social media posts or posting on Facebook or whatever, knowing that that amount of people might see it, there's no difference in it. You just have to you have to tell your brain. I'm like okay. that is that is the rewiring process of your brain. Right. Like anything that you can have an understanding of is going to change your mindset. So when you start rationalizing things like that to where it's like, okay, I've already got 500 likes on a picture or, or post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If I can, if that many people has already seen it, the only difference is is one's in front of me, mm-hmm. one's on the internet. It's not yeah. that much of a difference. Yeah. yeah. Thinking about it like that, and then yeah, it's something I definitely need to get into. Then I might as well start with everything else I'm doing. What, what's the saying? Um, small stones make big mountains. I mean, it, it, all it takes is a little bitty until it grows into something. Little big. aliens made big pyramids. Exactly. <laughs> or, or make a, a lot of predators. Predators. You said alien size. I, I meant like he's talking about. The I'm aliens. talking about like the ones that are visiting us right now. No, I'm, picking, <laughs> I'm picking around. I got hey, what you hey, meant. You that. I got that. what you meant, though. Hey, I got what you meant, though. He's talking about the other aliens that aliens. fight the aliens. Alien aliens. That's funny to me. Yeah. I like that y'all get my stupid references. Hey, bro, you get mine, too. Like, the other night when we was on TikTok, and I was like, hey, I'm immature. And you were like, yeah, me too. Yep. I don't even remember what we said, but it was funny I don't funny either. To me. I don't even remember that shit. It was funny to me. Well, we're man children. <laughs> it's yep. okay. Yep. But, dude, uh, I just want to tell you, I'm super fucking proud of you. I think uh, you're, I've known you longer than three years, but ever since you started coming around me several years ago or whatever, like, I just want you to know that whatever you're going to do, you're going to be successful at it. I appreciate that, man. I'm proud of you too, man. Thank you. And I'm, let me tell you, I appreciate you allowing me to come and use your platform to, to Anytime. You know, tell, you know, my story and help get it out, man. I, like I said, I'm proud of you, man. And anytime I can be a part to help you around. Let me know, and I'm there. Uh, dude, you can literally anything I do. You you see me post something on Facebook or whatever, and it says I'm going to do something. 
Mm. You can go with me to anything. All you gotta do is fucking ask me. I appreciate that, man. That. I he will. Don't, he don't listen. You tell yeah, him. Like, yeah, you again, literally you can go I don't like to bother people. You don't bother me. <laughs> no, no, he, he, All right, dude. I'm telling you, I don't answer my phone for some people. I know. Like I know who bothers me and who don't. Right. You do, you have never, never bothered me. That's yeah. what I was telling him the other. Uh, actually, I think earlier today I was telling him that because yeah, trust he, me, I, I've he, got I got. Relatives that are like that give them an inch, they take a mile. He he gets on me about that all the time. Op- he's like, the complete opposite. It, like he'll sometimes, like he'll sometimes not even come to an event just because he doesn't want to be a burden. And, and that's why I said about the whole humble. Honestly, especially we, when I'm broke. <laughs> not that, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. like humble. We need more humble. You, you need more of this. Like it's more than humble. It's yeah, more know, than just, yeah. Dude, you are, I know that if I view, I'm the biggest dick there is. I know that if I view you the way that I do, then everybody else probably has to. Because I'm probably the hardest to convince. I'm the most cynical. So, like, if I think that it is a a blessing to have you around, everybody else is going to think you're a blessing. You're definitely not a burden. I I will say, man, I've, I've met some really cool people through you, man. It's been awesome. And I've been able to reach out to some of them, like, outside of, Outside of being yeah. around you, and like to hear them like come to me and tell me like that I helped them in some way or fashion, or helped a friend that they had, mm-hmm. like that that really does it makes my heart happy. Well, that's what you're here for. I don't care what. I mean, I wish you'd win all the titles that you fucking could win. I wish that you know you would do this, this, and this, but I, I can tell you that I know, and it's not me knocking the rest of that stuff because I'm proud of you when whatever you do, but it's like I know what the good Lord put you here for. I know why he put you here through the shit you've been through, why you've overcome the shit you've overcome, and it's because you were meant to make different a difference in people's lives that are like you, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I say all the time is like if you can't make an impact on the world, make an impact on the world around you. And that's really all I'm trying to do. Well, you're doing a fucking good job, Bubba. I appreciate that, man. Well, dude, uh, I think that's a good ending. Um, when we get the new studio open, y'all are going to have to come help us christen it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And all that kind of stuff. We'll have a good time. We'll throw, yeah, we'll throw, a little, we'll throw a little welcome to town party up there. Heck, yeah. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully, you know, we'll be, you'll be on more shows within the next couple of years, but hopefully we'll have another six-year anniversary show Heck, yeah. when it's time to come. But, uh Anyway, dude, tell them your social media real fast, all that good shit, and we got here. Follow me on uh, Facebook at my name, Matthew Burton, two T's, um, Adaptive SSJ on Instagram, and SSJ Project 135. You can also check me out on Nerd Variety Podcast with my boy Davies and our friend Hayden. We talk about all nerd and pop culture shit. It's a good podcast. It's a fun time. I like it. Y'all will enjoy it. And that's about it. Oh, follow me on TikTok as well, at Adaptive SSJ. And that's all my socials, I believe. Oh, cool. Twitter, too. Phil, you got anything you want to say Twitter. for you offer? Um, No, I'm good. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm, uh, good. I'm letting him, I'm letting him talk. So there you go. I, I'll come in here and there just to kind of help out. And- all right, boys. Well, I'm fixing to get high and go to bed. So, uh, anyway, hey. thank you and everyone of y'all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, we have nothing this weekend. Then October the 31st, we are in Alabama, over in Sneed, Alabama, at Cottonfield Grill, uh, 7 to 9 on next Tuesday. 
Then uh, November 4th, we got Brian Martin, my boy, at the Hummingbird in Macon, Georgia, for Josh Terry's Honky Tonk Nights. Uh, then my fucking finale for this year, my biggest thing I'm doing the rest of this year, is November the 8th, Live Oak. Uh, we've already got LV Shane, Ashlyn Craft, Brett Shiroki, Ryan Nelson. Uh, there's a lot more. We're going to release the thing at the end of next week. So uh, just plan accordingly. And uh, I want to thank each and every one of you. Oh, fuck. November 10th and 11th. I've got so much shit going on. <laughs> November 10th and 11th at Backrose Park and Event Venue. Uh, we got Tristan Baugh and Confederate Railroad on November 10th and on the 11th there. We have got Ella Langley and Trey Lewis. I'll be hosting the event. We have several social media personalities that are going to be there hanging out with us. Um, it's going to be fucking a great time. Back Road Park and Event Venues tickets are available. There's still VIP tickets. Go get yours now. Hang out with us. And uh, that is it. Thank each and every one of you for listening to Josh Terry Podcast. I will see you all later. Peace.